You are now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogor, and this is episode 118. Black group Lopez. I didn't want to do it to him. I didn't want to do it to him. But if you're not a John Moran fan, where are you? It's a parade inside my city, yeah. It's a parade inside my city, yeah. It's a parade inside my city, yeah. It's a parade inside my city, What's going on, everyone? And once again, thank you for being able to tune in and listen. Um, this episode is titled Instant Consequence, and the the main subject of this episode will be John Morant. And just going over... Um, what happens when you post certain things on social media? Uh, it can either grant you compassion. Um, you know, people can see when you're genuine and authentic and what you post is something that they really, really like. You know, it could be cars. You you know, you can be traveling, cooking, building things. But um, often if you post something that's seen as stupid and dangerous and just, and just irresponsible, it can get you in trouble. And uh, this is what we saw with job Morant. And we're seeing this a lot with influences on social media. Um, not saying that every single person that, that posts something that's they're being irresponsible, but it's a lot of people that um, they're not thinking about, the instant consequence behind what you post your home, your car, uh, you traveling somewhere. Um, sometimes you can often expose yourself without knowing. Um, recently I, I read a story of an influencer that was kidnapped and, and held, and held ransom. And this guy had his teeth pulled out. So he was kidnapped, held for ransom for, for like five, six days had his teeth pulled out and the people that kidnapped him demanded that they pay up $5 million to get him back. If not, they'll start cutting him up. So not only are athletes, those that are, are influences, those people that are in entertainment, you're seeing that what you pose can get you in trouble. Not just with, with law enforcement, but it can get you in trouble with people that are looking to commit crimes, a crime, and you end up being the victim of the crime. So this is what we're seeing right now, and uh, this is the the basis of this episode, is just talking about the instant consequences of what we post and how we don't really think about it to after... It happens to us after you lose your job, friends. And, and you know, in this case, John Morant uh, was not paid a few games. Um, so it's a, a lot that can happen based on what you post on social media. And this is why you have to be careful, because now you will face instant consequences based on what you post. So uh, recently it was a story that came out about four Americans that traveled to Mexico. So they drove from South Carolina all the way through Texas, just across the border. Now, 
you had to know that this was a bad idea. In the group of the four Americans, a young woman was going to Mexico for a medical procedure. Now, this was a story. However, I read also where this may have been a either traveling to Mexico for drugs, to buy drugs, or to sell drugs. Either way, it was not a good idea, right? So when the four Americans crossed the border, uh, it was said that they were mistaken for drug traffickers. And as a result, uh, they were kidnapped. In the end, it will be, I, I believe, two Americans that end up dead and two that survived. But along the way, traveling from South Carolina to Texas to Mexico, it has to be a light bulb that goes off on your head that lets you know, look, you know, this is not a good idea. You know, you, you don't speak Spanish. You don't don't know anyone down there. Why are you going? Uh, besides a medical procedure, it wouldn't be a good a good idea to go anyway. But as a result, you see in the news how these four Americans were kidnapped. Instant consequence, right? In life, man, whenever you make a choice, you have to face the consequences for your choice, good or bad. So if you make a decision to go somewhere where you know it might be a, a, a bad idea to go here, but I'm going to go anyway, whatever happens to you is the result of the choice you made, and now you have to face a consequence. This is what we're seeing a lot happen right now across the country is it's just a bad decision, a bad choice, the end result is an instant consequence. In the age of social media, we are seeing this a lot more frequent, especially especially when someone posts a video, uh, a photo of themselves, a tweet. We have seen this time and time again, what happens when someone makes a bad choice and they have to face the instant consequences of it. The next story that I had read was a mother and a father. Uh, this was on TikTok. So for some reason, they both felt that it was a good idea to wrap their own child in plastic. It's a joke. Well, this went viral. As a result of this viral video of these two parents that were irresponsible, CPS was called and then they had their child removed from the home. Another example of instant consequence. Whenever you post something online and you think it's funny to you, it's funny. But to law enforcement, in this case, CPS. Two parents wrapping their child in plastic is a joke is not funny. Yeah, it makes good for a viral moment, but law enforcement is also watching this. The CPS was, was watching and 
someone called and reported the parents and what they were doing. As a result, these parents faced instant consequences for their actions and what they did. We see this time and time again. So this past week, a video came out of rapper 6ix9ine uh, being jumped at a gym. And as a result, uh, 6ix9ine had to be rushed to the hospital um, and he suffered some injuries as a result of him being beaten up. And people can say, you know what, this is karma. Uh, karma, um, you know, is funny. You know, he get, he gets what he deserves. But this is a lesson learned. 6ix9ine had made a career on trolling people talking shit, um, being very arrogant and making it seem like no one would ever do anything to him. Right. Here's a guy who built his career on something that was not true. He was never no tough guy. Didn't gang bang. It was just that he was associated with the wrong people and this is what he had to become. As a result, it has really made a, a negative impact on his life. So him being jumped in the gym, in my opinion, is not a funny thing, but it, it shows just how what you do, what you say can affect how people treat you. And that's what's happened to him now is that People view you as almost like a sideshow. Someone that they don't respect. They don't like. You're just an entertainer and that's it. And he built a career on trolling people, talking shit. And then eventually shit hits the fan. And someone catches you, catches you slipping. And that's what happened to him. He was at a gym. Got jumped. Then on top of it, it was filmed. So as a result, uh, 6ix9ine is, is facing the instant consequences of his actions and what he has done and said. So you always have to watch what you say, watch what you do, watch how you treat people, and make sure that you keep your nose clean so that way things do not come back to you full fold. And maybe 6ix9ine could, can turn his life around to where people don't look to harm him and hurt him based on the past. But only time can tell. So John Moran, um, when looking at John Moran, one thing that stands out the most about what he did is, you know, this is a direct result of black culture. Um, why would you bring a gun to a club and, and film yourself in the process and as a result you get into trouble? One thing that young black men, men have to be taught is your image is so important. Your reputation is so important. It's already tough enough that you being a, a black man in America, you have to prove yourself. You have to walk a very fine line. You have to avoid trouble. You have to keep your nose clean because 
people already expect you to not be successful and not succeed. So you have to be able to do everything right to put yourself in a position to where you are successful and you never turn back, right? Image, reputation, building your character. This is very important. So that way you stay out of the, the spotlight in a negative way. But time and time again, we have seen where black culture has had a negative impact on the behavior and how the black youth dress. We, we have seen this over and over again. It continues. For example, right now on TV, it shows like BMF, Snowfall, The Godfather of Harlem, Raising Canaan, Ghost, Power, you know, whatever. These shows are the exact same thing. It's about dope selling drug dealers. So this is cool. Going back to the 90s, man, you had movies like Boys in the Hood. You had all these classic hood movies that show black people in a negative way. That you had actors playing these characters that, that were just very negative and it just had a negative impact on black culture. The gangs, the violence, the drugs, the killing. This is all a part of black culture that we have embraced. But now I think we're getting getting to a point to where black people in America want to, want to be able to separate from that and say, you know what, that's not black culture anymore. It's it's just not and we cannot embrace this any, anymore because of the impact that it's having on the youth. Earlier this year, I read an article about 50 something schools in Chicago. So it was either 50 or 55 schools in Chicago where you had students that were tested in math. Not one student passed the math exam, not one. So you had not one student that was, that was proficient in math, not one. But you have to understand that within black culture, education is not something that's talked about and pushed to where it's cool to, you know, read, write, do math, get a education. It's not, it's not preached like that. It's not advertised, it's not supported. And it's evident through the music, the movies, the TV show. Whenever you, you, you look at popular culture, you can look at what's going on in society. Mainly in black culture, What's going on within our society, black culture? You see it all the time in the movies, the, the TV show, and you hear it in the music. That's what's going on within black culture. So, John Moran's behavior and how he acts is a reflection of that. It's a direct reflection of that. And until that's changed, we're going to see more and more young black men get into trouble make terrible decisions are because of influence. Something that they saw, heard, people that they're around, what's going on within the culture, where they are from, how they grew up, this is an influence on their life. 
And for black people, we know this for a fact that some of the most negative things have had a, a bad impact on black culture. And as a result, we are making this gradual decline and going backwards versus being able to push forward and make some, some kind of progress. There is no way that we have been here this long in America and have not been more successful. You know, despite, you know, what happened in the 1900s up into the 1960s, uh, Jim Crow, black codes, um, basically in America, racism was something that was sanctioned. It, it was allowed. Now in 2023, we don't have those barriers no more. We can't use those excuses anymore. Everything is on us. And at, at some point, you have to change the behavior and not let the music, the TV, the movies, the outside influence really impact your behavior. We have to start, start, uh, start making better choices. When I was growing up, I was taught gun safety. As a kid growing up, I learned to hunt, fish. So I, I knew about firearms. I knew that guns were something that you, that you respected. Guns were something that you didn't play with. Now, we have a, a lot of young black men where guns are something that you play with. This is a direct reflection of black culture and what we have seen. And again, the movies, the, the music, the TV, how we grew up, what we were taught, it's a part of black culture. And that's what we saw from John Moran. That's what we see. Whenever you see so many young black men, their pants sagging. So their mother, their father never taught them, hey son, before you, you leave the house, wear a belt. Do not be walking around looking like, like that, man. It is very sad. It's embarrassing. Wear a belt. See, when I was growing up, I was taught that. Before you leave the house, make sure that you are presentable. Make sure that, that you are dressed decent. Because when, whenever you go out in public, you never know who you're going to run into. That's what I was taught growing up. But now black culture has changed. So for me, when I was growing up, black culture was different. Now it's gotten worse, it seems. It has gotten a lot worse than when I was growing up in the 90s as a kid. So at, at some point, we have to make a decision and, and say, you know what, let's start getting rid of all these things that have a negative impact on black culture. So that way, these young men do not keep making terrible choices, using uh, poor judgment and not using good discernment. It's the man that makes the clothes. It's not the clothes that make the man. Uh, whenever I go shop for clothes now, it's Target, Walmart, Costco, Sam, uh, Sam's Club. I might go to the van store, the Levi store. Um, you will never catch me in a designer store, you know, buying clothes like Gucci or 
that bullshit. Um, I just wasn't raised that way, you know. So now you're seeing men wear purses now. Uh, they're going into these stores that that's really for gay men, and they're buying these same clothes. This is what rapper Slim Thug was trying to say. Slim Thug is right, man. When it comes to the clothes that we see these guys wearing, man, they all look the same. They dress the same. They look gay as hell. It's bad when you got so many men that walk around with a purse now. Purses were meant for women. Now you see men wearing purses like it's cool. And it's embarrassing, man. It's ridiculous whenever you see this shit happen. Uh, and it's bad man when you got so many men walking around thinking that my confidence and my self-esteem is based on what i can afford and buy and wear and show off i can go to target man walmart costco sand club buy a shirt a pair of pants i feel no different than if i felt if i went into the gucci store to buy a shirt just because you spend more money on it does not mean that somehow it should boost your self-esteem, your confidence, you just feel better. No. But within black culture, we see this a lot where people that can afford nice stuff, we treat different than the people that can't afford nice stuff. We treat those people like outcasts. Like they're not important. All because we can look cool. And they can't look cool. So they could never never be a part of, of the popular crowd. Even as adults, we still have this high school, junior high mindset, even well into our uh, adulthood. It's some sort of arrested development. We're like kids, like children. Uh, we behave the same. We don't, you know, get past maybe 16 years old. I know for a lot of women, their mindset doesn't go past 14. So for men, I could imagine it's the exact same way to where we don't get past that 16, 17 year old mindset to where we think clothes are so important that it makes me who I am, even though your job is shitty. Even though you have a dead end job, you have no future, no education, no real skills. You think because you can go to the store, a high-end store, and buy designer clothes that somehow you're important. You know, this is the effect of, of, of social media and what it has done, uh, done on us, as well as the bad side of black culture and what it, it has done to us.
to where we think that clothes are so important, nothing else matter. It should be food, transportation, water, communication, and education. That's it. Clothes shouldn't matter. But once again, when we let pop culture influence our behavior, and now clothes are, are so important. Fashion is so important, even though we're at the bottom of the barrel, the, the bottom of the totem pole on everything, but yet we want to go out and buy expensive clothes just so we can feel important. Once again, you are now tuned into No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogar. Again, thank you for being able to tune in and listen. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Mm-hmm.